to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. And we're a little late in the week, but we're here. I mean, what a week it's been. What a stretch it's been. I would <sighs> think this was a retrograde if I didn't know any better. It really has felt... It's had a major retrograde vibe, I will be Everything honest. Everything bad has been happening. It has been like it has been funk city i felt like i've just felt like funk and the and that that retrograde feeling of being like just when you're like ha and you're like about to get your last little bit of air out that it's like and like some thing like it wrenches you in the other direction like that's how i would describe the last at least like two weeks oh yeah more of just being like the very moment your bones and everything's like relaxing and you think you like got to the other side of something tricky it's like a it's been a big old gotcha bitch yeah how's your back good great everybody wrote such nice things yeah. i did the big oh i did the big pity pull and was like my, put, back my little back and hoping people would say nice things and then everybody fell right into my little trap um, tricked you. Tricked you. I mean, her back was really injured. So. Um, no, it was really crazy. I've had a lot of back stuff in my life, but this was like, apparently it was, according to everybody who knows, this was a classic sciatic nerve stitch, but it was just very, it's kind of one of those things that uh, happens that makes you feel crazy where there's no, like, there's no inciting moment. There's no like, oh, I picked up a thing yeah. and reached. I was in. It's just like spasming and not working. I was literally sitting in meetings and being like, oh, my back feels a little weird. And like, it got weirder and weirder. And then I truly, by the end of the day, like, could not get like all the way to my car and I was like I texted Marcy I got home which I probably shouldn't have driven um got home like hobbled into bed and texted Marcy and was like I can't I can't like I couldn't sit up yeah it was insane but I uh, took a muscle relaxer fun blast uh (laughs) slept stayed home from work the next day it's the lesson is this this took me to mid 30s to learn it's the same as a cold it's the same as anything you just gotta bite the bullet and do nothing and be really boring and like yeah. clear your schedule and not try and be a hero and like just stay home it's like don't get other people sick don't yeah. just take care of your body and stay inside i got super cabin fever i felt crazy and guess what by the end of the day yesterday i felt like a new woman that's good um, glad to hear it thank you and and i yeah it was it was really weird it was a big bummer and it was right on the heels of oh, um yeah. i had just been in it was it was i'd just been in nurse mode helping my family because my dad got knee replacement surgery last Woo! Thursday. He's healthy. He's great. He's and got they just a new do knee. One at a time, right? I've n- I've heard of people. You can get both. It's like a thing. Like I think Dickie's dad did both at the same time. Yeah. I think it's generally like like he got it in South Africa. I think I don't th- I don't think it's really common here. It's never been on the table for my parents yeah. who both need. Them I think for they both. typically do it one at a time because I think the rehab is like wild for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really, uh, it's it's amazing. And he's a new knee and he's happy. They and say that that kind of surgery will add just like another 10 years oh, to people's lives. There's like, I was reading, I was telling my coworker about this. There's like a whole thing now because of how much they've perfected, like joint replacement specifically, hip and knee. 
I mean, in a lot of parts nowadays, like there's a whole thing now about like people in their 60s and 70s uh, basically having like new 20s yeah. because they feel amazing. Because the part that we forget is it's not like they're walking and walking and then suddenly they're like, ow, and they need a knee replacement. It's that they've been in decline yeah. for so long and they've been making choices that they didn't even know they were making. They've been like becoming more hermited, becoming less mobile getting depressed, having difficulty with like basic things and the way that in the way that affects your your social life, your psyche. So suddenly they get like a new knee and they're like active and they feel good and all this pain goes away. And so they there's this whole thing now of like people in their 60s and 70s having like the biggest lives. Like my dad was saying his friend has like a walking club that's like all people in their 70s and he was like there is not a there is not a natural knee in the bunch and they and it's like an eight mile a week a, like every saturday they go on like eight mile hikes and they're the most active healthy people our new knees like the new breast implants i really think they are and i think that's why like they they're boning they're feeling good they're dancing like they're because it's like you just suddenly come out i think once you're on the other side of the rehab of it all and you're like oh this feels Great. I can do things again yeah. and it's like a there's there's a real like um psychological layer to it. Um so we'll see. My I, I my dad's not like a super active guy. <laughs> I don't come from I would say an active family. My dad was a chess champion and a scientist. Well, so that's uh, active in their brain. Brain neurologically active. Um <laughs> that's why you're so smart. I don't know. But uh I I'm just happy it's over and um I'm happy for him. So it was good. And I got to spend a lot of time uh hanging out at my parents house and feeling like a teenager uh even in like nurse mode where you just have to catch yourself because you've been around your it's like the holidays where you're like um i don't want anything i don't know (laughs) and then you're like wait i'm like in my mid-30s my parents are in their 70s this is knee replacement surgery like wait i don't grip i don't have to be mad at them no but those are all my updates a lot of like medical body shit um and i'm excited for uh, to be on the other side of it. Yay. Yay. Yeah. What about you? Oh, let's see. I'm going to talk some shit about a company. Mm. So, um, I, we all know Marcy's uphill climb to the middle class, right? Oh, this is the, this is my greatest, the, my favorite story. <laughs> um, so I bought a new bed. Oh, I was this like, is unbelievable. I bought a new bed and a new mattress. I spent far too much money. It's gorgeous. I'll attest. Well, it's going back. Cause I bought this fucking mat, this bed, okay, this like beautiful, um, distressed velvet pink, kind of crushed, pinky yeah, velvet? like sleigh bed, oh. and like the headboard being, yeah, yeah, the headboard, and then like you know, like it and goes frame. all the way, you know. So I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then when later that afternoon, the bed deliver the mattress delivery guys came, and they were like, oh, this is uneven. Like when they tried to put it. Because I got like a Tempur-Pedic, so they put like a board down instead of yeah. a box spring. And they're like, this is not even. And you can like see it seesawing back and forth. Because the middle, where the middle support is for the slats, mm-hmm. was like up like a quarter of an inch That's from the rest of it. So weird. And I was like, well, maybe when you put the bed down, it'll like lay flat. And they're like, well, I don't know. And I was like, what else should I do? And they're like, we don't know. Like, lady, we it's don't know. It's not our problem. 
So they put it down and then I was like, maybe it'll lay flat. And it didn't. So I'm my, it's been like sleeping on the side of a mountain <gasps> of a very slight inclined mountain. No, and you are so sleep deprived. I'm so sleep deprived anyway. And it's been truly very uncomfortable. West Elm, West Elm, West Elm. West Elm, West Elm, West Elm. Um, That's and, a hard one. And so I like emailed them immediately to be like, they're, this is, you know, defective. It wasn't put together right. Or maybe the wrong parts it came. It was not cheap. It wasn't cheap. Like truly not cheap at all. Must tell me cheap. It's not cheap. So um, it, let's just say the customer service has not been the best. Drag their asses. And um, they were like, you need to take pictures. I was like, do you think I can move a 200 pound mattress by myself to take pictures? You're going to have to take my word. And they're like, we can't even start the process till we get pictures. What? So I come home and like fucking rip that mattress off my bed. It truly is so heavy. Like, oh my God. A mattress uh, on like, yeah. Even but the Tempur-Pedics are like so heavy. So heavy um and i took pictures furious sent it to them and they're like okay we can start the process it'll be five to eight days before someone contacts you (laughs) and so like five days passed and i hadn't heard a word five to eight days five business days had passed so oh my god so i like tweeted at them and then someone was like leverage someone from william sonoma who they're like affiliated with uh, tweeted back being like oh email this email us and I did. And I didn't hear anything. Mm. I haven't heard anything in three days. <gasps> so this morning I called and I was like, I'm returning a bed. And Ooh. they're coming Friday to pick it up. Hell yeah. Say goodbye. Fuck and I was off. like, I'll take my money back. Also, like now it's tainted with a memory of like all this bullshit. It's your bed. Honestly, like I, I was like, I'll figure it out. It's not a big deal. But for the past week, Every time I get in or out of bed, I think I fucking hate this so much and I'm so mad. And then I go have a a 12 hour day at work. You have the longest days right now. It's so you can't know. This is about like you reach a point in your life where it's like there are just things you you it is the cost. It's like the what is it? The cost benefit analysis. It's like that whatever that money is like it is it is not worth what it is carving out of your like psyche yes. and your time and the stress to like try to iron that out the long road it's like no you have a million things you work the craziest job you have 6,000 podcasts you are an in-demand woman this is not a thing you can do so here's my advice for all of our listeners save your money on West Elm it's not worth it sometimes paying more doesn't add up to better like uh, uh, product no and certainly not better i mean honestly like i was like it would be easier dealing with amazon right now absolutely they would have been there within uh 30 seconds so <laughs> i'm i don't know what kind of bed i'm but for now i'm just gonna like when they pick it up friday morning i will sleep on the floor <laughs> on my mattress well you got a little bed in here uh, yeah i do but it's not what you want. Yeah. Well, I well, don't want to have to sleep in another room. I want to sleep in my bedroom. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> Speaking of very quickly, to your point, um, this is a slight askew, but I'll make it really quick. But um, I had been gabbing. I think I've blabbed about skincare stuff on here and I've become like a huge skincare freak. I would say that's become my true hobby of the last year is like last year of just like becoming way more like um you love it always i love it always but in the last year is when i became a big fan of like the forever 35 message board groups and i found like the youtube there's a woman named susan yara who has a youtube channel and a facebook group and i've been trying to just understand like 
what is a BHA versus an AHA? Like what is retinols versus retinoids? Like what are these things and why am I walking into Sephora and just handing 60, 70, 80, $90? Like what do they do? Is it real? And it's been very interesting and informational to me. And if anybody cares, uh, message me and I'll tell you more about it. But somebody had messaged me about um, some product questions and a listener. And I wrote back and got like very sweet answers. And I was just thinking when you were talking that um, a big one that I want to push on people that people probably know about, but maybe not, is this brand called The Ordinary. And it's a skincare line. I think the the parent company is like DCM, D-E-C-I-E-M. And the whole thing is that it's like all of the fancy skincare stuff, like all the fancy retinols, all the fancy like peptides, all the fancy sunscreens. But everything is in like really, really basic, basic um, packaging. And everything is like six, eight, ten (gasps) dollars. And it's all the same stuff. It's all the same stuff. It's no they're not like mixed into these like kind of fancier serums. But the more research I did, the more like you actually really don't need a lot of those like those really fancy brands are great. But like I have been become super, super diehard and I use their retinol. I use their matrixel. I use their niacinamide. I Ooh. use their there's a caffeine one that is amazing that you put on your under eye and it because caffeine tightens your skin. So Ooh. in the mornings I put it in my under eye and it's like six dollars. <gasps> and so I just want to share that, like spread the gospel, because in this era of like. You, like there's so much unnecessary right. shit in this life that we do not need to be spending money and skincare is so like hot right now and <sighs> I I balance it with like I love Sunday oh God, Riley you should be on poosh well if she'd have me but um, I'm just a big fan and so I truly not sponsored just in the spirit of like sharing good deals and bargains check out The Ordinary they have a, a really really great website that explains like for total noobs what's what what their best sellers are how to use it oh, um, that's so cool it's great so just that that's a thought because somebody had kindly asked if i would talk about skincare more and that's one uh brand that people should know about okay that's it that's it moving on um news also i did learn very quickly in all my little skincare like message board groups that thing of why people wigged out over um kylie's walnut scrub it is like it, it is tears in the world, your skin apart. in the world of like skincare like when i really read about it it is like a psychotic choice <laughs> like an unbelievably and unwise. we were all tearing our skin up Yes, it's like for what we know in 2019 Saint to make knives, and also like you could just get Saint Ives. Just get Saint Ives if you want to destroy you wanna sh- your skin. If you want to shatter your skin, yes. Um, I like to only burn it with chemicals. Me too. That's all I want is all the chemicals in my face. Um, okay, let's get into the week's news. You, wait, just so I no know. one else can see, but Bo is just sitting on the window seal. I can't see him from my angle, so it's really cute because you're just like petting the window, <laughs> <laughs> like smiling, gazing at your son. Yeah, he like begged to come in here, and now he's like, the door is closed. Fuck, fuck. Mm-hmm. How do I get out? Oh my god, there's a window. <laughs> he needs to relax. He'll, he'll he'll listen to our soothing voices and relax. He needs some wine, like we're having. Okay. Okay. okay, so Emmys. Emmys. We got some Emmys to discuss. The Emmys were fun this year because I knew people. It was exciting. I yeah. had a friend who who said it was awful, and I truly was like, I had a blast watching well, it. It was the most fun. Also, just if you were like a Fleabag fan, it was exciting. Yes. If you've been a Phoebe Waller-Bridge's fan, it's exciting. I think also because... Upsets are exciting. Like the like sort of being closer to the industry like i don't need jokes just i, I want to know who won sort of people don't want comedy in no. that in that night anyways i mean so. everyone else does i think the people watching it kind of go go for the fanfare but 
I, don't I was care. fine. Me, me, fine. But um, yeah, and it was like it moved along. It was great. It was quick. Um, and so a moment occurred, which has gotten a lot of attention. Yes, which is that um, Kim and Kendall appeared. Uh, supposedly, as a side note, which we'll get to after this, it was supposed to be Kim and Kylie. Uh, and at the last minute, Kylie dropped out because she wasn't feeling well. Right. Which and has now led to a news item we'll get to later. But it was Kim and Kendall. They come out. Uh, Kendall's in a dress, which we'll discuss later as well. But <laughs> they come out so the, as presenters. And there was a really awkward moment. Because, <laughs> and there's some backstory that we'll get into that was very helpful. So she, I, for, so Kim says, our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television, how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. And yeah, she's wait, uh, unfiltered and unaltered. Yeah, unfiltered and unscripted. And the audience laughed so hard. Can I tell you, I've been drinking the Kool-Aid so long. I was like, why did they laugh? I what were did they too. I knew we were in deep. <laughs> I knew we were in deep. What were they laughing about? Why? I was like, they do show us their real lives. So what are they talking? Lives. And the audience laughed so hard. And it truly, when it became a news story, I was like, wait, what? But wait, what? What's happening? Kendall looked so uncomfortable too. Like so. she, she just got mad so fast. So here's the right? back. Like she looked furious. She looked so. furious. But also she was wearing latex on like a hundred degree day. So she should have been very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> that just made her lose two pounds. I know. <laughs> she sweated off, got down to a lean 99. Oh. Um, so here is the backstory. According to Cosmo, um, th this is interesting, uh, or uh, this is, I think, uh, reported by Us Weekly, actually. The moment was meant to be a joke. So it, apparently they're saying it was actually written as a joke, but Kendall and Kim hadn't been briefed. So they didn't read the teleprompter. This is what they're saying, is so that they I didn't know that, that, <laughs> that they were supposed to deliver them as a joke. I mean, I don't think they could have delivered them any better or differently. I can't imagine. But if they knew, oh, people should laugh at this, then it would have, then they wouldn't have been like, honestly, it was the best delivery possible yeah. because they didn't know. So it would have been cool if Kendall didn't seem so flustered afterwards. Yeah, I think that was the problem. Kim is that did a great Kim job. Kim didn't give a she shit. She was just like, I'm going. I don't even know what they're laughing about. It was it was great because it was really real and it was really funny. And But I, Marcy, I cannot tell you how much pause and calm that gives me because I truly was like, what's, <laughs> why are we, what's happening? What's laughing? Why are we laughing? They're being, we're like, having a sincere exchange. Guys, they are. This is a big deal. They're real. They're unfiltered. They're natural. They're themselves. There's nothing. This, this is, is it. legit. This is verite. I don't know what. This is cinema verite. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. But supposedly the story is they didn't care. Kim and Kendall were I mean, Kendall good sports cared. about it. Says Kim did not care. Kendall cared. Kendall gave a shit. Because she was like, everyone's laughing at me. Well, I mean, Kendall, we know, has like, does not have a thick skin. No. She's been in the least of them all. Her Pepsi ad, I think, has like burned her for the ages. Yes. And she does not i think i feel like she'll never rebound from the pepsi ad like at least personally personally like, like in terms of having a sense of humor about like yeah so, uh, like an embarrassing thing that you agreed to do you know like it's, yeah. and that's just one of them so, so let's go to K kylie's illness oh my god so this happened today so we knew that the, the report was that kylie had been too sick to make it to the emmys uh and then today 
coincidentally the day I posted a picture of Kylie breathing into a gas mask. Yeah, in like Argentina? Or? Yeah, I guess she had like uh, air oxygen deprivation yeah. on during Life of Kylie. Remember that, yeah. that whole thing? So uh, I texted Marcy, are people going to be upset by the photo I picked? <laughs> Kylie, it was announced she was um, supposed to go to Paris Fashion Week and she was in the hospital today. Can I just tell you, when you sent me that text the article that you sent me had Kylie like in a very like sexy outfit. Mm -hmm. And I thought you were saying, are people going to be upset with this picture? choice no i was saying but is it bad form yes. that i happen to jokingly no, i thought you meant like she's that sick and they sense. put a sexy picture up isn't that crazy that is crazy no i was like what are the chances gotcha. that the picture i used to talk about my throwing my back out and postponing the episode is of kylie sick premonitions and, and then i find and then the alert came up and was like kylie's in the hospital and i was like wait what premonitions um so she is in the hospital she's been suffering with an intense illness um, severe flu-like system symptoms, which include nausea and dizziness. Ugh. Um, she's been sick for three weeks. Ugh. Um, according to the Daily Mail, she has been sick since early September. She complained that she, her daughter was sick. Then she fell ill. She took home remedies such as lemon echinacea and ginger honey crystals. Doc, if you're sick for three weeks... Go to the doctor. Um, so the note she said, hi, guys. So as you know, I was getting ready to go to Paris for the Balmain. Is that how you say it? Balmain Fashion Show at Paris Fashion Week for the launch of my makeup collab with Olivier. Unfortunately, I'm really sick and unable to travel. I'm heartbroken to be missing the show. But I know that my amazing team and my friends who are in town for the event will help me be there in spirit. Creating this collection with Olivier has been a dream. Of course, this collection isn't just for the runway. Blah, blah, blah. Plugging the collab. Who cares? Um, uh, wait, my cat. Hold he's on. being wild. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> sorry my cat's bad so sorry you were in the middle of reading this so basically so she's sick she's in the hospital um pregnancy and, oh interesting Do well you, so weirdly um it was i happened to watch since i was home yesterday i watched a lot of today show and they were having a whole conversation about the fact that like savannah guthrie has had um pneumonia mm. for like several weeks and there's like several celebrities, like ho high profile celebrities who've gotten pneumonia. I've heard about some like crud going around L.A. right now, too. Oof. It was very funny. Is it the Hollywood elite disease? I mean, so on the Today Show, I truly laughed alone at the TV because if you've uh, this is for I could have a whole podcast about the Today Show, which hopefully I will. But there's been a whole mess ever since the um, Megan. What's her name left? And now they have this Kelly, yeah. Megan Kelly. They have this empty hour and it's called the third hour of the Today Show. And they just it's sort of this B, C, D team that like fills in. And it's just the least charismatic people you've ever heard. <laughs> and one of them is Dylan Dreyer, who is a weather person who they've tried to transition into like a host more. And she was like, they're talking about like, it's just so weird. Like Savannah has it. And I'm forgetting who the other celebrities are, but there's like one or two other celebrities. And she's like, is it possible? It's like just affecting celebrities. <laughs> like, I mean, it was like she I knew what she was trying to say, but they all went like, what? And she was like, it just it's like weird, right? Like only famous people have it. And it was like, oh, this is not the place for this theory. Here's the thing. You just only 
are reporting about famous people being <laughs> yes, sick. Yes, exactly. Oh, a couple of very rich, famous white women have it. Interesting. Um, Interesting that that's the headline. <laughs> maybe you just don't know any non-famous people. Is there a history of only caring when things affect rich, famous white women? Mm. Now, <laughs> nope. I love her idea. Like <gasps> it's attacking only them. <gasps> Who did it? Who did, did it? They poison the Chablis. <laughs> Um, so then really quickly hopping back to the Emmys I've just because we haven't gotten to really compare notes so uh, you know Kim uh, Kim and Kendall presented uh, they look great but uh, Kendall's dress was very controversial okay so So it ended up on a lot of worst dress list and I we have not gotten to connect and I was like what what a choice what did you think well I texted you and trish and said she's dressed like eon flux at yes. the yes it's such a good what a good comparison it's a latex she was wearing a latex bodysuit a long yeah. sleeve latex bodysuit because she posted pictures of it later and the dress and over it a dress over it and it really reminded me of remember when people were trying to do like jeans bootleg jeans under dresses yeah remember that yeah. craze what a stupid thing <laughs> what was the idea what was the idea what is that about <laughs> um but it was like yeah you could put stuff under here i just doesn't make sense but you can here's the thing is we forget it's the whole reason that like fashion is fashion and put and that she's a model is that like everyone's brains are like well but because she is so beautiful yes. and her body is she is a supermodel yes and everything looks good on supermodels by just the way that our brains have been trained but like I will say for myself, categorically, it's ugly. Like, I do not like it. I I think it's cool and interesting, but it brings me no, like, joy to look at. If we're in the Marie Kondo of, like, does it spark joy? Yeah. Which is not how fashion works for some people. And a lot of fashion for a lot of people is, like, challenging and interesting and new silhouettes. I just, like, it's a... I, I'm also just not a latex person, I think. I think it just is like, it yes. makes me think about being like hot and sticky and sweaty. Right. It's just like not for I also me. feel like if the rest of the dress were latex, it might have been a little more... Or just, I also don't like love floral. I don't know. You I know just what? don't it love it. It feels like not an Emmys look. No. Like, like if a, this were at the v, uh, VMAs, VMAs, it feels like that would be fine. But it, it just feels like she was like, I'm going to make this funky. I just was like, it's not really her M.O. style wise. I was a little bored with Kim's dress. Kim's was boring. But I loved it. It looks great. It looked amazing. And I could see what she was thinking and that it was like sophisticated dress and then the big kind of like blinged out chains. And then like the the bustling in the back and stuff. So like it was was beautiful. But when you're Kim and you literally like work on that body yaddy yaddy all day long and you have like you have the possibly the hottest bod maybe usurped by jennifer lopez circa hustlers um (laughs) yep maybe but like uh let's let's i don't want to watch you drowned in black velvet it's it's not about the cut of the dress for me it's mostly just that it is all black and sort of like i I don't see her yeah you can't see i don't need it to be like met ball terry moogler like like corset crazy but i do feel like we don't really see her in it like it's like she's kind of lost in it and then she's not wearing jewel tones anymore though she's done But she's she can do the most interesting. I feel like she's like, okay, I've been down this weird Moogler path of like kooky, crazy looks. 
and like I'm just is I'm just gonna be like a sophisticated. Probably also it's tough for them because it's the Emmys. You're next to all these like you know it's HBO stars and like real 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 actors and movie stars and TV stars. I feel like it puts the Kardashians like that's where they are still sort of like yeah. relegated in this way and a pretty unfair way. Yeah, but they're kind of like in the lowest cast. Like w- w- according to I think a lot of those people, I would disagree. Um, I was talking to Nicole mm-hmm. Bayer, Bayer. Uh, last night, and we were just discussing Kim and what she's done, and that she we both agreed she could be a senator in the next decade, hundred percent in California. I mean, did you find out that in this like um crazy? like impeachment thing that like the the real like b story that is getting buried is that the president of the ukraine who the whole phone call is with is a comedian and former actor who played the president of ukraine on like a ukrainian tv show boy that is and a snake eating its tail and it explains the donald trump of it all and why he would it's like yeah in a world where like arnold and trump and that guy it's like kim I mean, they should be so lucky in politics to get Kim. Yeah. She has her shit together more than like any celebrity on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, um, this was. Um, oh, this one is interesting. What this? This was a Tristan Chloe. This is uh, a tiny thing, but I'm curious because we haven't gotten to discuss and I want to know your two cents, which is that. You know, we know the narrative where it sits. It's obviously in the middle right now of like the last couple of couple of episodes with all the Tristan stuff. And apparently a couple days ago on Chloe's Instagram, she posted a picture of herself looking hot. And it was a picture of her doing kind of this like guest look like this Anna Nicole yeah. kind of throwback. And, and she said channeling Anna Nicole Smith from her guest campaign. It's her in like a denim bustier. And Tristan Thompson commented Mm-mm. perfection Mm-mm. heart eyes emoji. Nope. And people were not having it. Nope. She I believe it doesn't say it here but I think I read somewhere else. She ended up deleting it. His um, comment? Yeah. Well, this I got. But if, ch- of course, it kicked off a lot of concern about, like, is something back brewing? Are right. they back together? But I think, tell me what you think. I think we learn from the first two episodes of this season that he's a dog and he don't give up. And, yeah. like, her whole story about him showing up and, like, wanting to get wine he and trying no to kiss shame. her. He I think care. it's like, no, this guy's just like, he doesn't give a fuck. I don't think that because people were like, does this mean they're back together or something's happening? But I feel like she knows that would be career suicide. I, I don't know if it would be career suicide. It'd be great to watch on television. I mean, you're right. And apparently, hey, I've been reading. So I'm on some uh, plus size fat lady groups Ooh. and Facebook and people love her good American jeans. That is so cool to hear. People really do. Um, So... I don't think it would. T- I mean, hey, no one really cares who she's with. Yeah, we don't love it. I mean, we don't like it. I won't. I won't say we don't care. We don't like it, but we're not going to be like. Like, here's okay. Like, we're not canceling her for. But okay, wanting to be with a father of her child who cheated. Do you think though that there are examples, like, oh, because there was a similar story this week or last? No, this past week where Rihanna 
posted it's not the same but rihanna posted like some really sexy photos from her savage fenty um show or or from her campaign which by the way i watched when i was home with my parents <gasps> everyone go watch it it is oh. incredible it is so sexy it is so inclusive it is like truly an honest to god like cornucopia of like women of like it is the truest realist like she is embarrassing victoria's secret and putting them out of business well, by the babe. second and it's like it didn't it wouldn't take much no but i mean in terms of the live fashion show yeah. aspect it's like oh this is 2019 like it's right. just and it's so cool to see her like her stamp on it and like she just really walks the walk it's really cool i'm obsessed with her but chris brown commented a bunch of like really thirsty comments Ugh. Do you think if Rihanna got back together with Chris Brown that it would ruin her career? No. You don't think so? I don't think people would like it, but... But they'd be like, oh, fine, I'll keep buying. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think... I mean, I guess I, I should say this. I would not want to punish a victim for going back to their abuser, mm. like Chloe, or I wouldn't like it, and I would scream about how much I hated it, but I certainly wouldn't... I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be mad at them for being like, well, you're making a mistake, but right. God love you. <laughs> I well, really hate that he and Drake have a, a song together. I think it's disgusting. He'll, he'll never go away. He's I thought he would and he won't. <sighs> he, um, it's like the thing is like he didn't just beat Rihanna terribly. He's tried. To, he's threatened to kill other women. He threw a chair out of like the Today Show second mention of today's show out of the today <laughs> show big fan huge fan but he like big went psychotic fan. at the today show and like threw tried to throw a chair out of a window in like 30 rock yeah he's out of his mind i mean maybe he's changed a whole lot and i don't even know about it and i guess it's not like his job to apologize to me but i require it i'm not here for it i changed the station if he ever comes on. i, I will do never too. listen to I him or michael or r kelly that's right they i will never listen into their music or uh, Jerry again. Lee Lewis or Jerry Lee Lewis or Woody Allen's music or Elvis <laughs> my I guess Elvis is sort of borderline but he dated a teen as well um, uh, um, uh, 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 they're all bad <laughs> um, I think that's good for news I don't think there's anything else to the only other little thing is that um, in like we know Kim and Kanye are settling down in Cody Wyoming yeah. and Kanye held a concert for 700 uh, or it was like standing room only in like a place that only held, held 700. So probably more people. So probably the whole town came. Yeah, it's actually there's so there's this Daily Beast article about um, their deal. Kim and Kanye's life in Cody, Wyoming, where they've, only, they've been living for a month. They bought. Let me find it. I think it's a 14 million dollar yes. ranch. Um 4,500 acres. It was this is funny to me. It was formerly known as Monster Lake. And we saw some pics and vids on Kim's Insta. This made me laugh because uh, there was a video. This uh, there was a video that Kim posted of them like ATVing and chasing antelope, and apparently that got them in trouble with the state department of game and fish <laughs> that had to visit them and let them know that you can't do that. Uh, but it's this great piece on Daily Beast um, talking about just like their day to day life and that uh, they really love it, and that more than anything, I guess like Kanye is like. <laughs> 
really taking to it uh, in a really cute way. Like, it seems like really particularly Kanye. He introduced himself to the mayor. Uh, it's a town of 10,000. He posed with the girls swim team outside a barbecue restaurant. He's become friends with the local McDonald's because of coffee runs. Oh, my God. He's becoming <laughs> like it's it's a town of 10,000. Um and the mayor said they really love him. He said, "We're I would say we're a very, or he's a city administrator told the Daily Beast, I would say we're a very conservative town that appreciates the values of the West, of the Wests. Companies move here and look at Cody to grow. The people would like to preserve the heritage and culture. Um, it's the rodeo capital of the world. And yeah, he had a Sunday service at the Buffalo Bill Center of the West and it's just a really cute story about how like Kim doesn't wear makeup and like it seems like they're just having having a real um Bruce and Demi oh that's funny <laughs> uh and Bruce really living their Demi. life out there so it's a cute piece go read it it's like I think nice everyone's long. gonna fall right in love with them they will all right should let's we take, take a quick break let's take a break Hey guys, so Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements, and protein powders for your specific needs. Whether you're looking for glowing skin, more energy, better sleep, or something to support your health and fitness routine, Care Of helps you build and stick with a plan that's right for you. And fall is a great time to get some new goals going, get back into a healthy routine, and reprioritize yourself. And as the kids are going back to school and getting back into their routine, you should get back into the swing of self-care. There is an online quiz that lets you know exactly what you need. It's a short, fun, five-minute quiz. You answer a couple of easy, easy questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health needs, and you'll get researched back recommendations with the vitamins, supplements, and protein powders you need based on a completely personalized quiz result. And you can modify your subs subscription at any time when your needs or preferences change. I took this quiz um, because like, how do you ever, without being like a board certified specialist, how do you know what you need? I wouldn't. I don't know. So I was like, here, these are the things that are priority for me. And they gave me exactly what I needed. It's a secret. I can't tell you because then you'll know all my de <gasps> deficiencies. Customized. But yeah, it's very customized and it's so easy to do. So you uh, can take care of your health in an easy and convenient way because your care of order gets shipped right to your door in daily packs. Perfect for a busy on the go lifestyle. Just throw a couple in your suitcase when you're traveling or throw one in your bag on the way to the gym every morning it's or on your way to work. Personalized for, and it's even down to the packaging. So I don't know if you noticed it, Jess, but in my kitchen, I have a protein powder that I says my name on it. I did. I did. Yeah. The vitamin packs and the protein tubs say your name right on them. It's so cool. And Care-of makes it easy to see where the source of their ingredients comes from. They ensure only the highest quality product. So for 25% off of your first Care-of order, go to takecareof.com that's takecareof all one.com and enter dishin d-i-s-h-i-n as your promo, co promo code <laughs> code again for 25% off your first care of order go to takecareof.com that's t-a-k-e-c-a-r-e-o-f.com and enter promo code dishin Ba -bum -ba -bum, we're back. Oh, I like that. You should do that every time. Ba -bum -ba -bum, we're back. Do you want more wine? I poured too much for myself. Sure, I'll take more. I mean, wine. hopefully I don't have pneumonia. 
I mean, look, if I it's, it's it, I think if based on um, Dylan Dreyer's theory on the Today Show, if you get it, then you're a rich, famous white I'm woman. Famous enough, yeah. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, so I'm splitting some wine with my friend. Okay. All right, this week's episode. Ooh, this was. Is this episode three? Three. Three. Wow, season seventeen, episode three. Um, yeah, this was intense. Well, we start with it not being so intense. We're at the we're opposite at the, of intense. We're at the Camorley Simmons Korean Spa. Pelekwer. I meant to look it up. Pelekwer Korean Spa. She um, she figured out how to make a twenty five dollar. She's a genius. Spa experience because that's what it costs to go to like Wee Spa, and she's like, it'll cost you so much. I just it'll mapped cost it a hundred times more. I just mapped it. It's next to Spago. Uh huh. Okay, I'm looking it up. Oh my god, it's so pretty. Um, it is so. If you go to the real Korean spa, for anyone who like just as a quick background, I feel like most people are aware of this, but very quickly, like it's a very popular thing, particularly in LA. Obviously, it's from Korea. Korean spas are normally like uh, they're a bunch in LA. They're co-ed, a lot of them, and you sit in soaking rooms uh, with the other women. Everyone's naked, and you steam and you soak. And there's they have like, like salt rooms, salt and rooms. clay rooms, and, and then what you can get are lots of treatments. The most popular of which is called a scrub, where women wearing like black um, bra and underwear uh, scrub you with these little scrubbies and. Uh, literally like flip you over get in every nook and cranny under your boobs and your inner thigh and take off like tons and tons and tons of dead skin I get them I've talked about them on the podcast before I swear by them it's life-changing it like it is the most rejuvenating feeling in the world but it is also rough in the in the moment it can if you're not the first time is like shocking so I just can't have people touching me and my inner thighs that aren't Go and that aren't fucking me, you know. I, I don't know why. Sorry, I like that it was so, so crass. Oh. I had wine. I think that's fair, but like it's too. I just can't handle it. I feel too um, invaded. <laughs> I don't know why I love being tossed around like a big old piece of meat, like a fish, <laughs> like a fish in the in the fish market. Just getting like, I love it. I'm just like kind of flopping you around and flipping your leg. I'm just like, it is so impersonal and it is so like. Just and it's like bright lights, and you're just like on a, and you're in. It's a, it's a, it's um. You're not in a private room either. It's just these tables, Ugh. and you're just like no. meat on a slab. And I no. love it. Never. So Kimura took that, which is like a traditional Korean thing, and opened Pelikwer, which I don't know what that word means. I'm sure well, it's something. So Chloe was very worried about. This. So they were doing a CBD scrub. Way to make that the hippest combo in the world, a Korean. And she was so worried about it getting in her butthole. I don't know. Look, they do get in there. They get in like into like closer than you think they'll get, but they don't get in your butt. Ugh, I don't they want don't. it. I'm already mad at them for doing it. Um, I, I want them to stop it right now. All right, who should we talk about first? We got Courtney, Kim, or Chloe and Kylie. Chloe and Kylie. Chloe and Kylie. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Chloe and Kylie. I mean, I could not believe that Tristan is blaming the Kardashians for I can't I can't because like the whole world was like oh they're putting the story out there and maybe we even said it too that like stories don't get out unless they want them out yeah but like Tristan being like you did this to the about the Kardashians like sir 
how many times have you cheated? No, you and can't. Pre- uh, but so the, the rumor it, is that comes up is that tr- is that it gets back to them that Tristan has said that I know you and your family made this a bigger media thing than it needed to be, and is basically accusing them of making it as public as it went. When I read in between the lines, I I hear I hear something very loud and clear. Mm-hmm. I've done it so much. Why is this a big deal? Right. Or right? and and the entitlement of like this affected my career. This mm-hmm. is affecting. Uh, this is affecting. Yeah. Like women are not supposed to have this effect. My like who I fuck isn't supposed to have this effect yeah. on my work, on my image, on my endorsements. Because I guarantee you, he was probably on the ascent in terms of like all the stupid shit I mean, like endorsement and ad deals and like I'm sure it affected his bottom line and I'm sure he's like you guys made this worse I don't know if it really I mean maybe it did affect his bottom line he makes a lot more money than I realized I think when they first started like well but if the dating. idea is to become like I mean you think about like a LeBron or a um, you know like there's a wholesomeness that you have to have to be like that tier of like if you have a, your own shoe line you know like I think that it does affect the ability to be like the highest level of like um, sports star. Yeah. You know, um, maybe he never wanted that. I have no idea. I but mean, possi- it can't have been good for him. I will no, say no, no, no. And I'm sure it was like really like messing up with his like game too. If he wants to well, go. People were like booing him. Like women would like boo him at games. Remember? Oh, I meant like <laughs> his like, I'm a play a game. Oh yes. That game. Yes. That game. Um, but he is worth $20 million. So Annoying. he is worth, uh, well, half as much as Chloe, man. I wish those Chloe's men 40. I wish I could go back in time right now, you guys, because some men told me, I was like, I was talking about how she was worth so much more than him. And a group of men told me I was insane and that I didn't know what I was talking about because of how much money he makes. And God, she I, makes more. She makes twice what he has. Yes. 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 That I'm makes so me feel great. I wish I could. I mean, granted, he signed a, a five year deal that's worth 82 million. But I mean, like in five years, that could be Chloe's net worth as well. Yeah, and it will. So, but I just wish I could go back in time. Sometimes when men like put me, like put, do that to me and like try to put me in my place. Like if, cause I'm not a good fact person. I'm more of a feel it person, <laughs> which is not a good way to win an argument with men who think they're smarter than you. But, um, I just like never come back with anything and I wish I could just be like, you're wrong. But whatever. Well, score one for the patriarchy, none for Marshy. <laughs> well, it, the win is that uh, you know what? I just got to tell a couple thousand people. Yeah, and so the, they told me, and I got to tell a couple thousand. There you people. go. And the win is that. Thank you guys for listening, <laughs> guys. You made her the winner. So, okay, so so they're talking about the you know Tristan and what a piece of shit he is, and they're talking about. It ends up becoming a conversation between Chloe and Kim about um, about the whole thing and, well, and really acknowledging a piece of it that has been kind of in, in, I think, Chloe's eyes, like lost, which is or overshadowed is the word. And, and she says, my situation overshadowed Kylie. And they start talking about the thing of like Kylie losing her best friend. Yeah. And that that is not really 
get it doesn't really get to be part of the conversation as much i wish i had checked on mariah's like timeline of this because oh, i'm very curious good question as to when this conversation happened it's a good question because i'm not buying it no um so jordan texted chloe she wanted That's to talk right. and chloe is like yeah i could talk to her i mean if kylie wants me to do i'll talk to her if Kylie wants to be friends with her again, I guess I could be cool with that. I was like, no, you're not. No, you would and, not. No. And also, this is this is my personal feeling is like when you do something for somebody, that is a mistake. Yeah. If it's look, there's your life partner where you have to make compromises. Everybody has to make compromises. But like if you are in like rebuilding a relationship with somebody that hurt you because as like a favor that's not you no. sincerely doing that that means you don't want that person it's you trying to people please and be tr- you want to be seen and you're not a, as the kind of like compromiser Honestly, that you're just this, be honest this whole storyline's bullshit. bullshit i don't believe any of it now not for a second i think they wanted to be able to have the conversation with kylie of like you know if you want to be friends with her you can be friends with her so that kylie could say as she does when they're wine tasting yeah she can just get to yeah that uh, you know what i got what i needed from her i think we both did and i needed to move on and blah 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 what blah, blah. a fucking pr babble that is that like little thing of just like i knew what she was saying i wish we had a word to describe it's like the thing the kardashians have gotten the best at and kim is a master of like saying the little like the smallest wisp of a truth but it is like coded in all this like we know what she's saying is like I don't really want to be friends with her I'm cool yes. like I'm not talking to her and like well, I'm fine with it and Chloe goes on and on in this episode about how calm Kylie is and how collected she is when it comes to that sort of thing so maybe Kylie is really good about being like I'm not being mad at anyone like yeah but I just it, it, I, it almost makes me think that the way that the story editors on this show actually shape the way they feel about their lives. That's a great observation that like the way producers tell them to frame it is the way that they internalize it later on. And then they take it away. Isn't that interesting to think about if you've been on a show this long and you've been like, essentially you're the type you've, you've a type on the show. Like you're like, Oh, you're, you know, Kylie is calm. Chloe is funny or whatever the thing is, how much that like must in this weird, like, uh, eating its own tail way. Like it, it does start to become who you are. I mean, but isn't that what all of our friends do? Yeah. I guess that's how all celebrity reframe it. And then like a year afterwards, you write an Instagram post about it and post a hot picture of yourself. Like (laughs) we all see you doing that. So like, you know, like, isn't that, that's just like, maybe they're friends. Um, that's sort of it other than Chris totally breaking down and crying on the plane when they're talking about oh like what's it going to be like when Stormy turns 40 why K- did this even come up I feel like they were oh, well, they're talking about Courtney's, Courtney's 40th. 40th birthday and then they were like what are you going to do when she turns 40 and Chris starts crying because she's like I won't be there and I was like god oh you're such god. a narcissist it's cute but it's very like I mean, oh. it is a really weird mental space to get in, but it's like there are so many instances where you just can't like our job as humans is to not go down the rabbit hole of that thought process. Also, and- do we just not like is because we are childless? Is it a thing we just can't access? Absolutely. Like we just can't access. I mean, like- imagine loving something more than you ever loved 
anything in your life that you have never, from my understanding, like a kind of love you've never known. It's you, your heart is outside your body. They always say it. And like, it is you, it's, it looks like you, it's you. And you are realizing that you're, there are going to be chunks of their life. You don't get to see. Yeah. I mean, I do think that is like a I profound. Can't under, I, I I can't even imagine it. I like, get that. Get, that to me is warrant. That does warrant like a profound existential, like crisis if you yeah. let your brain go there because it's like I can't imagine. It's also about like you just have to then veer left and be like zen about why we're alive. I think that's exactly why I don't want to have children though. Yeah, because I don't want that feeling of like. <gasps> Oh, what happens without me? It's I'm like, terrifying. no, I want to know that I can peace out at any moment. And it's like, <laughs> people will be upset for like a couple days and then Marcy! everyone will move on. Yeah, not me. But it's just like my, it's my Sagittarius nature to be Ugh. like, I need to know there is no relying on me for you to be okay. That's very, I, I, I understand it, but. It's not gonna be a couple days, uh, but I mean, no. you can dip in and dip out of your morning, <laughs> and you can like remember me and post something. I mean, if you can find a good picture, but like, don't post a bad picture of me after. Oh, I'm dead. nobody, nobody would. You post a bad picture of somebody after they die. <sighs> I mean, you'll be like, I think she looks great, and I'll be like, No, oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! I won't. I know the kind of photos you like of yourself. You think you're gonna outlive me? You crazy? <laughs> I'm gonna live forever. Yeah, I know you are. Um, so they. Uh, oh, then also they. They okay. So after the whole conversation and they were so drunk, then they started drinking and driving. Oh, I ATVs. Miss, oh, that's right. That's right. I was like, that's still that's still so dangerous. <laughs> in fact, possibly. I mean, yes, you can't like hit like they're not on the roads so and they're not gonna hit anyone no, but else. But do we know but that like a like, bunch of celebrities hurt themselves? Dangerous. <laughs> so crazy. And they're like, let's put it on the show. <laughs> Clearly, we don't think it's bad. We don't care. Look, they didn't put a disclaimer. I'm gonna put it out there for all of the listeners don't get drunk and drive a tractor don't it's fine to get drunk just don't be stupid just don't drive a thing sit down it's so easy if you're drunk sit down, down. <laughs> can that be a catchphrase or we're looking for catchphrases guys i oh yeah if that's you guys good. hear us and you like a catchphrase oh yeah that's know. actually a thing we are on the hunt for so if you guys Wait, hear, i don't think we have one but i you know what i was thinking it would be it's i think it's vain of me but i think if i had to think of one it would be marcy <laughs> <laughs> i was like i that's me so it's like an improv where you don't want to like step out scene and initiate your idea and mine would be i'm gonna i'm so horny i'm gonna slip off my chair <laughs> <laughs> my I've, favorite run is you i thought of you so much with the fleabag winning <laughs> and like you getting so horny i mean for guys, that show and how that many emmys does Fleabag have to win for you guys to all get horned up Go and watch it? get horny and watch that show and you will be so... If you at this... Uh, Season this, one is a little like, you're like, I don't okay. know, is she just a bad person? And then by the end, you're like, oh, this was so great. But season two, you're like, what the fuck? Oh, boy. Perfect. From it's, the very first scene, you're like, hubba-da, 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 hubba-da. It is... It, it's, you shouldn't be able to activate that many senses like your horniness in your heart and your like emotion in your tear ducts like you shouldn't be able to access that many parts of like a human body at this once. is a real like tangent like a a side a side we're on a side road right now but there was a conversation 
uh, about like actors and the idea of chemistry recently. And someone was like, I don't know if I believe in chemistry. Like you're either a good actor or you aren't. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, what about Fleabag? And they were like, that's just a good act. Those are good actors. I was like, nope, nope, nope. That is chemistry. And yes, they are not like going to like they're not going for each other in real life because Andrew Scott's gay and uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is she's like with Martin McDonough and clearly that's not her type. So but here's my theory about that. I agree with you one thousand percent because I, this is my feeling is like I'm a big believer like more so than even like religion in like pheromones mm-hmm. and that like we are little weird clouds because here and that we interact with other weird clouds and like everybody I think has had this feeling of like ordering something at a counter, ordering at a, at a coffee place. And you just are like, you look up and you're just like, yeah, Hey, hi. Um, uh, Hey. And your little clouds, like something <laughs> weird happens. And I'm like, hi, um, you're like, attracted. Oh, I spilled all the milk. Even uh, if it's not my breast, but even <laughs> if it's not sexual, like it, it, you're just like, you like each other you're yes, like you connect absolutely. you feel like oh i like your hair oh thank you yeah um thanks i am um, and like you guys your little clouds like your pheromones have connected and there's that to me is the concept of chemistry it's it's like we all know that feeling of like yeah. you just look up and you're like talking to somebody and you don't know why and it's a waiter or it's a person or it's the guy next to you at the bus it, stop it's like yeah it can even be like in a situation where like you're in a conference or like you know like one of those like big places and someone does something weird on stage and you catch eyes with yeah. someone else like it just that people lock and you yeah. feel it and like I, I think it's yes there's like a horniness to it but I think it has way more to do with like chemistry is real because yeah. sometimes it's like haven't we all had a feeling of being like wait what am i like attracted to this person right now what? or like this why is... am i laughing so hard at this like why am i laughing so hard right now i was about to say but this is a bear <laughs> i don't know why i can't be attracted to this bear this will never work this is a circus bear this will never work out he balances on a ball he's a russian trainer this can't work out. How, will we ever... how am I in love with this bear? This circus bear. Oh, oh. my God. Do you see this? With this heat between us? He's mine. Oh, my God. He's coming this way. Okay. Oh, he's mauling. Oh, he's mauling. He's mauling me. He's just playing hard to get. All right. Uh, Back on track. So, okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about Kim and um, Chris. Okay. This... Okay, I don't... There's so many weird things about this. So Kim gets a really intense, like, basically military-grade security team. And they're, like, there's three guys in the front and three guys in the back. And they have cameras. And it's, like, a whole big to-do. And her family pretending like they have an issue with it is out of this world. They know this This storyline, I was like, wait. Wait a minute. What? So a woman went through the greatest trauma of her life, which she then made public for public consumption, her choice uh, on television, like to the point that she vanished from social media, the most popular woman alive vanished from social media for six months. Like, yeah, that's annoying. I get it. But like, we're, we're not really like, it was such a lighthearted storyline. Yeah. 
I guess like Chris was just like, I mean, I'm the momager, so like I think I get that like she is like, you have to know who I am. Yes. I think it's this storyline was about ego because the same thing happens when Jonathan comes by and it's like he is such an asshole and he's so flustered. And like, look, that sounds annoying. Mm -hmm. And it's like it dings everyone's ego to like not be recognized when like you assume people should know who you are chevin was insane chevin went crazy he was screaming at them he screamed i he's like you want me to fill up paperwork i don't even pay my own bills he also What's kept it? talking about secretaries and i was like what year do you he's think like, it is i don't he, he said it was abuse. He's like, that was abuse. What yes, I experienced, abuse. that was abuse. I was like, this man's was like, brain is soup. But he's what's, talking about secretaries and abuse. The, and like, does he know what's happening at all? Wait, the thing that's so crazy, though, is like, I can believe that Chris Jenner is like, I absolutely have never had to do this anywhere in the last decade. Yeah. I do not believe that Jonathan Chebbing gets good treatment anywhere. I mean, the I, idea that I don't he, even think that he can cut in line at his burger <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't. At the flagship burger. I don't believe that he's like, I have never. Like, you every day. You probably don't even have TSA pre check, bitch. <laughs> Get out of here. Chebin. I don't even pay my own bills. Uh, You're insane. Why would you brag about that? <laughs> like, wait, are you in debt? What's happening? It's Who's abuse. paying them? It's abuse. It's, so. Um, uh, earlier, she goes to Dr. Raj Kanodia for M sculpting. Oh, yes, this is and funny. I was like, this isn't new. This is not new. It's not a new treatment. To the, I first saw it when Chebin did it. Well, I remember in the 90s, they had infomercials about this little thing you can put on, you can strap it onto your because I have one in college. <gasps> in college, I had like this like order from TV thing, or maybe buy it at Walgreens because it was as seen on TV. And it's like this electrode thing that you like strap to your stomach and it, it like electrocutes you a little bit to engage your muscles. <laughs> and it didn't work, you guys. Oh. You guys, I did never get a six pack. I've been fat since I was seven. I mean, how unfair. And the idea that this one works and we're supposed to believe also while we watch kim wake up every day at 6 a.m and work out with yes. the world's most muscular and she's like, vegan and not eating like she's like on it's such like oh yeah she just lays on her fucking ass and uses yeah. like a little uh shocker on her stomach also in the scene earlier with chris complaining about the the guard not recognizing her i was like i think i don't even notice when chloe's wearing braids anymore Oh, uh, we've like we've like she does it so much. It's we've just, like, just let it go to a point. They've just worn us all down. I guess persistence beats resistance <laughs> every time. <laughs> Especially when you're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. You're the bad guy. That is the way to go. So, but it, it actually like Kim's reasoning for these secure the security team is pretty intense. So there's been a string of armed robberies in hidden hills where she lives yeah so it's not even just from paris no but also she isn't like i mean she isn't like a gated community to be very hard but someone could crawl up that hill behind her they could figure out where the hills are hidden crawl up the hills and come get her um so chloe (laughs) kim is with chevin and chloe calls and she is doing 
her best work. God, it's really good acting. It really is. Um, and I, I will say this. As soon as this storyline started, I was like, oh, this is fake. I will not lie to you, Marcy. They got me. I, as soon as I Chris was, having, was like. I was having issues of like, I was like, wait, but why would they have been? Because, because, okay, here is why. They were when the recording was first happening. It was we were hearing the audio of Kim's phone, but she wasn't on speaker. Yes, so we could hear Chloe and and yes. Chris like yelling and crying. But yes. I was like, well, because we, they knew why they would, had B roll. Yes, why would we have if they're just driving somewhere? Why would we have the audio? And then she switched to speaker real quick. You could tell somebody was like, put it on speaker, put it on speaker, because otherwise we can't hear it. So now, I was like weird suspicious but then it didn't get me till it got me. I think that the prank was real. I just don't think that You think the prank was real? I couldn't tell. Yeah, I I mean what I uh, as soon as this storyline started, I knew that the whole promo stuff I saw was a prank. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I didn't. Okay. So <laughs> she calls, Chloe calls Kim and Kim is just so clearly upset. Like yeah. she is freaking out that her mom has been tackled and she can't move. And so My she's neck. like, then she goes, let me look at the security footage. And this is when I started to be like, I started to get a little hmm. suspicious. So she pulls up the footage and you do see someone was, the way that the person the dressed as Chris, no, but the way they were walking, just kind of like looking all around. And I was like, I, and also wearing like the track suit. I was like, I, this doesn't feel real to me. Uh, <laughs> and they were stunned people. So Chloe was acting and it wasn't, great but it was her it was as good as it'll get it's good for her but kim was legit crying yeah I, I loved how everyone was like okay guys this was dark we can't this was too much we can't this is crazy this was, was too dark when it was revealed as the gotcha moment i was i was pretty stunned can you hear my um yeah it was stunning <laughs> It's crazy. This and kim family, was just like, Ugh, you guys this family loves pranks God, they love pranks. I hate pranks. Me too. Don't ever, if you ever want to know how to, if you ever were curious how to make me never want to know you or hang out with you again, <laughs> prank me. Prank me. I think pranks are the weirdest form of comedy. <laughs> I think it is fucking bizarre. It's weirder than magic. I think it's like the weirdest kind of comedy. I don't even want to see someone frank, uh, prank Frankie Muniz. No, I don't want to see anyone pranked. I don't want to see anybody cranky yanked. <laughs> I, don't want to I don't want you pranked. I don't want you cranked. I don't want you yanked. <laughs> I don't want shit. Be normal. Be normal. Okay. And make a joke if you want to be funny. I always get so annoyed when people are funny by like quoting things that are funny. It's like, that's not comedy. Well, it's like how we kind of slowly all figured out that like being mean isn't comedy yes. and being like... <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm just joking. We are blowing some people's minds right now that being mean <laughs> isn't comedy. Well, we're, I mean, there's a kind of mean that's about being funny. Look, but like when you're just mean, it's not comedy. I will say I was one of the mean comedy, like mean and it's funny people. And I've grown out of it a lot. However, I'm really good at it, though. <laughs> like, I'm very good at mean for comedy. But when you feel and, loved by somebody and it comes from a loving place, yes. it's a very different, like, there is a certain sweet spot of somebody, like, roasting your ass yes. and it being so true that it just 
brutalizes you and it is so deeply funny and I like cherish it like I really do like I'll say like Ronnie Adrian on my improv team is like one of the only people who like (laughs) just will roast my ass so hard for a thing that is just so true about myself and it is so funny to me and I will take it and I will love it but the (laughs) it's like you better you just need to be in an inner the innermost circle with the person I think the idea of like when it'll be like a co-worker or something and it's like wait what no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, I'm not taking a roasting from anybody. I would never attempt. I mean, you're right. Ronnie is one of those people that I'm like, you only do it because you like want the attention. He loves so, it. And, yeah. he, and I know he loves watching me get bent out of shape. <laughs> so it's like a mutual satisfaction. Yes. Like I, I'm like, oh, Ronnie. And then he's like delighted that I'm upset. And it's like <laughs> we're having a nice mutual exchange. But there are very few people that I would like. Uh, I like to get roasted by. Yeah, it's. It's hurtful. It's a little uh, just and being and roasting is different than being mean. I will say yes. A roast is a little roast is different than like just someone like cutting. Yeah. Ugh. Sometimes I can't stop myself though. It's bad. I'm like, whoops! I already said it. Yeah, but you're funny at heart. I'm so. really funny you when I do. It. So let's get to this big last meaty. Guy. Okay. This is the big beefy story. So we start by them just giving you a little taste of how poorly behaved Courtney's kids are. We have. <laughs> Rain screaming to give him cough, cough drops, <laughs> slapping Courtney in the face, yes. and we have Rain telling Out of Chloe, control. "I am not in the mood." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Is Marcy more in love with him after?" Oh this? yeah, I liked him even more. Of course, I love a bad boy. Of course. Uh, so, <laughs> so then we find out that Mason got in trouble at school because he tried to start a fight. And then he said, "Like fight me." Yeah, he's Some like, kid. "You want to? You want to fight me?" Wanted to take someone's ball and then said, "You want to fight about yeah. it?" I want to. I just want to be like Mason. You're gonna get your ass beat so many times in you're your life to, if you, you behave that way. Your whole life of getting fucking speaking and roasting. Yeah. So she facetimes Mason, and and it's so funny because I was like, they he is definitely in a G wagon with his nanny driving. Mm. Right? You're so right, yeah. Cause like how do you FaceTime your child, Scott? And Scott doesn't know about it? This just with a nanny in a fancy car that you provided for the nanny. It's God, such a weird a life. life. Uh so Courtney's like, you can still go to your play date. Even I, as someone who's not a parent, was like, no, he doesn't get to go to his play date. Are well, you crazy? I'm so I mean there's a lot of parenting conversation to have as we move through this, but It's like the issue for me was that the point is how quickly she moved through the like punitive piece of it. She didn't even see him in person. And that it was like, I know, honey. Well, it sounds like, you know, and like there was just no moment of like really trying to help him understand like, hey, this is how the foundation for something really troubling began. Yeah, it was. I I couldn't believe I was like you dummy so then they go to chirotherapy cryotherapy yeah cryotherapy 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 she had a glass of wine um and then afterwards scott calls and scott is like no he doesn't get to go and it's so funny because like scott is ever think there'd be a day when we would like we watching these moments and being like Scott's smart yeah <laughs> she's stupid Scott was like no he doesn't get to go to a sleepover and then she gets off the phone and says Chloe what do you think and Chloe is so smart she's like that's I think you should listen to his father that's his dad Courtney 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 please it costs you nothing to in this moment be a little tough on Mason 
No. He probably won't even be that upset. No. But he will learn like, oh, there are consequences. Well, and it's, I thought it was very insightful. Makes me think he might secretly be in a lot of therapy, um, which would be great. And we would love it. Um, we get this backstory about that I thought was super self-reflective from Scott, where he's like, I never got in trouble growing up. I got to do whatever I wanted and I didn't learn and I really yeah. misbehaved. And from his POV, and I thought this was like a really interesting parenting perspective, you know, his parents were too lenient on him and he didn't learn like what his boundaries were and what it meant to upset people and let them down and disappoint them. And like he's he doesn't want to repeat that. And he yeah. has had such he had really he had a really hard yeah. 20s and 30s in that sense. And that you see him really doing the work in yeah. that moment of being like, hey, this was how I feel this worked out for me. And I don't want that to continue with my children. Yeah, I will say for the rest of this, I'm going to preface it by saying I am not a parent. I think we need to. OK, here. Here's the thing. I think we as we move into this conversation, we need to be very thoughtful of yes. like cultural divides and not being parents. Yes. And I want to preface it. However, yes. we shake out with our opinion about yes. the, the conversation. Yes. But like, Because yes. there's a conversation yes. on our Insta today about it, too. And it's like I think we have thoughts on maybe just how it would affect us or what we would think. But that, like, there's a lot here that we're not experts on. So, yeah, you can't get mad at us. <laughs> yeah, don't get mad at us. And if us. you do, you could only get mad at us in your head. You can't tell us you're mad. Don't tell us you're mad. Okay. Um, so, they tried to... I think they were trying to set up a different scene here. Oh, what do you think? I think they were trying to do a damage control scene about Coco stealing men. Oh, it did feel like suddenly a totally different story. She was like, up. I mean, people thought that I stole Tristan from... And then from suddenly we're on the phone with French Montana. I almost said French Riviera. <laughs> <laughs> French Riviera called tons of clams. <laughs> so, but yeah, it felt like she was trying to like dig in on like, can you believe people think I'm a homewrecker? It's like, Chloe, this of course you are. Also, uh, you talking about it with Kim on your TV show is and like at <laughs> Nobu is not the way. Like they're so short sighted. Like that's not how you dispel that rumor. <sighs> also being like, I'll call French Montana. People think I took him from someone too. It's like, are you? That's just because it's like people think I have a pattern of this. Let me go see see if I can prove one time it didn't happen. And he's like, that's not how it happened. See? And it's like, wait, what? Also, and then, we, okay, we have to zoom out though. Yeah. This dinner, we have very quick preface because people messaged us about this too is a birthday for Jonathan but it says happy birthday food god and we get it's the, not a birthday it said happy birthday it's, though in the balloons oh because the name change it's, it's the name a, change it's a celebration the of birthday. the name change yes so I'm like wait what does this mean though they say he changed Kim says this is they've changed his name officially to food god and I'm like what like legally like on his driver's license oh boy that can't be true. But anyways, so it's a dinner. It's a private room at Nobu celebrating the, you know, like a normal celebration. You know, it's, he's just, changing your name to Food God. Just normal stuff. And so there's all this stuff about, yeah, they, the, they, the, uh, Chloe, Kim stole Kanye from Amber and Chloe. No one cares. No one cares. All no one cares. Lie, right? No one cares. No one cares. So Courtney, I thought she fired a nanny, but she's like, I lost a nanny today because P <laughs> went into a blackout rage and scratched her face. Normal. What's wrong with Penelope? I, I was, I wrote, again, she's a straight up bitch. I mean, it's so interesting because you're, it's like you said, it's like, we're not parents. And like, I've babysat a lot and so have you. And I have like babysat 
wonderful, loving children who have like crazy freakouts and are like a little psychotic in moments. And so it's like, it's really tough, but it is interesting. That's why I think I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then when um, Chris weighs in is when I'm like, oh, interesting. Because Chris says, I've had six kids and not one time in my entire life did anyone have a complaint like this. Referring well, and then to- Courtney's like, I used to slap him across the face. You're lying. And it's like, oh, Courtney, you just. Not a good brag. Wait, you just told us you're the reason why your kids are violent. Yes. It's it's insane. But so like, that can't be like, Chris, you're wrong because I hurt I'm, people all the time. I've been crazy the whole time. I do think that like, yeah, kids are like, they're little. So you they don't get the same like punishment that adults do, Absolutely obviously. Not. And I but think like if your kid is, as you say, going into a blackout rage and scratching anyone's face. You can afford to go to therapy. Yeah. I think it's got some behavioral issues. Maybe they need like a doctor to assess. They should not be harming other people, especially if they don't see people in their home harming each other. I think it's Penelope's not. She's not four. And I think the, the, the big headline and again, not parents, but the big headline is I don't think it's something to take lightly. Yes. And I think that that's the headline. And that's what, and that's what Chris is trying to say. And I think that's what everybody's yes. trying to say is like, ooh, that's at I mean, least in the way that she's describing it. That's really scary. Right. I mean, it'd be one thing if it's like a one time thing. Like Penelope has never done this yes, before, but she not said isolated. it very clearly. She does this. It's a thing. She, it's her thing. And Scott, I can't, you know, it's her thing. And they get in this thing where it's like, well, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can take away from her. Kids are different. Mason would care if you take away things, but she doesn't care. And so there does seem to be this kind of like shrug attitude to it. And yes. so then Corey responds casually saying, I'd whoop her ass. Yeah. If it was me, if she did it to me, I'd whoop her ass. And it gets crazy. Scott goes off well he starts calm he does start relatively calm he's but mad he does, the, he does the thing where it, it's like um it's like it's like he truly does like a chainsaw move where he's like what did you say what did you say what did you say yes that's fair that's fair it's not calm he's just doing a nice little like lead up because he's like ramping up his anger but i also think Corey. I think they both failed in this exchange. Yeah. I think this was not communicative. I think it was like a lot of unnecessary masculine bullshit. Oh, yeah. I think it was people doubling down and being assholes to be like proud on camera. And I think that like, yes, the piece I want to say, and I'm, I'll say it probably awkwardly, is I think there is like a cultural piece about like well, that Corey was losing in terms of like even just the phrasing of like yes. whoop your ass and like spanking. Yeah. And it he was trying and to say that, that I would whoop her ass and the, and not saying like, like if, if was, I had a child, I would dislike Which they yeah. talked about afterwards. Like it was about word choice, I think, a yes. lot and about like truly the translation of a thing. It is as they were hearing it and understanding yes. it and him like baffled that like truly shocked and baffled like i felt like he was floored by by scott's reaction and was like what is happening what are you talking about of course i would what are we talking about and he seemed so shocked and i think that's why he was doubling down when all he had to do was be like hey i'm not talking about hurting your daughter yeah i would never do that i'm sorry if i upset you yeah and like then it was scott's responsibility to be like i think we're misunderstanding each other or whatever it was yes. and they both wanted 
I think they both knew they were misunderstanding each other. It's like, in what world <sighs> is Scott so convinced that Corey wants to hurt his daughter? Yeah. Like he, it was like, you're taking this too far. Too I get literally. it. Parents can have this thing inside them that makes them like see red when it comes to like their children and that's yeah. uh, a survival it's like put in us as survival technique however scott did this thing that i didn't love yeah and he so he's screaming at the top of his lungs at Corey. And then Corey gets mad in return. And Corey's like, well, how about this? I'm going to whip your ass now. And then it starts going that way. And then Scott is like, hey, man, calm down. Yes, this is a fucked up move. It was such it's what a, people do to women a lot. so white of him. It was so white. And it, it was, was so like, hey, guy, calm down. You're yelling. What's no? You need to calm down. Ugh, you look crazy ugh, right now. Ugh, it was like. It, it was like one of those moments where you could tell that Scott realized he was seeming insane and was like, maybe I can fix this on the flip. But it was like just really manipulative and gross. I fully agree. It's like I think my big takeaway was that like they both behave poorly. I think that there was a truly innocent like miscommunication from Corey's end that did not translate. I do not think that he was saying he would ever hurt their child. However. But I think he could have easily de-escalated that by clarifying also hey adult you don't ever need to tell someone you're going to hit a child no and that's all that like especially not your own i mean look if it's your own whatever like (laughs) i i am someone whose parents whipped them as a child and let me tell you it didn't help anything yeah i don't i didn't grow up and feel good about it I don't think they did the right thing. And if you were asked my mom today, like I was like, would you ever whip your grandchildren? She was like, no, I didn't know then what I know now. No, I remember. I think we were kind of um, at least maybe of our gener. Like, I remember my parents uh, were big on spanking and spanked. We would get spanked if we misbehaved. And then I like literally remember like as if the news hit, you know, like the year that it stopped, like they suddenly were like, well, we're not spanking anymore, but you are in trouble and trying to like that. They were trying to like bridge it because they had clearly learned that like your dad read a study. He's a scientist. It was literally like so clear that they had been like, oh, shit. Oh, I guess we're not doing that anymore. Is that maybe not? Maybe that doesn't work for us. But there is obviously like a forever contingent that, you know, and it's it's however I mean, it's 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 truly not even a can of worms I care to open up. But I truly feel like at the end of the day, obviously, nobody wants to hurt children right. or, ch- or stigmatize or traumatize them. I don't think that's what Corey was saying, but I think he did an unbelievable job complicating that and making that a thousand times worse than that needed to but be. But regardless of what I mean, I will get into this for a and moment Scott, because I do have a strong belief about it that like. <sighs> look, whatever you want to do, you want to do. But if you think that hitting any person teaches them a lesson other than that you will hurt them, you are insane. Oh, I mean, it's been and proven. I, I know that like parents will disagree with me, but like as someone who's been through it, like it just breaks trust in so many ways yeah. that you are a person who is willing to hurt me. Even like, and you know, that's the thing with kids. You're supposed to be like, <sighs> Well, I'll protect you at all costs, even when you're wrong. I don't know. People could get mad. I think that's fine. I'm someone who grew up being, you know. But I think that the point is that is that I had corporal like, punishment, and I can say, "Look, it's not something I won't talk about in therapy." <laughs> <laughs> and my parents like understand now that that's not how they shouldn't have done it that way. Well, and I think at the end of the day, I think 
that is a very prevalent understanding and i think that like i'm not in favor i don't support it and i think that that the shock that i understood that courtney and scott were having i understood exactly what they were hearing i also think that like they all did a poor job yes of like taking a beat to be like whoa 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 whoa. i think this got weird what are we really trying to like be like um guys it's like she tried to figure like to get in the middle of they it they wanted to have that everyone else every <sighs> other person just sat there looking down at their food except for jonathan jonathan was like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. my my name change party turned into this everyone else had their head down and was munching on a dessert they weren't even looking up they're like not my issue not and then they in this. all suddenly stand up and it's time to leave yes and it's time chris to leave. is crying <laughs> and chris is crying i will say this chris you needed to rein Corey in. Well, it's interesting because it's like what happened with the last Corey fight where she gets silent and it's kind of like, hey, man, that's your boyfriend. Look, if we're going to talk about protecting children, Chris, you need to tell your boyfriend to shut the fuck up. That's your boyfriend. The only that's reason he's there is because of you. Look, you can be like, you can talk however you'd like to talk around your family and your friends. You don't get to talk to my daughter about this. You don't get to Fighting talk this way. with your daughter? You just say, night's over. Come on, Corey. We're out. She's like, why did you say anything at all? <laughs> why, Corey, why did you say anything at all? <laughs> and then we get like a follow-up that's like... The follow-up to this was weird. It's like Courtney's upset for a couple days. They're not talking to Corey. Corey yeah. keeps reaching out. It's a lot of like semantics about who said what and how they said it and what words they use. And it's like Corey's tried to like hit them up, but they're not ready to talk. I also wrote, do we think Kim and Kanye spank their kids? Hmm. Mm. My vote's no. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I don't know. I, can't tell. I think it is one of those things that people still do. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I, I someone, like I said, someone who spanked, look, all that made me do was plot revenge in my closet. Oh, same. I would go get so mad and be like, I can't wait till they're old. Oh my and God. I, I would like go. Them. I would, I literally told them that I would let them rot in a nursing home. I would like go. Cause I remember having like a mirror in the, my bedroom and like, I would like go in the, and like look at my butt and see the like handprint <gasps> of like a, my, my dad's like hand on my butt and be like from spanking and be like and like i remember it and then that's why it's so crazy is because i truly remember it being like oh i'm a kid who gets spanked that's part of my life and then it just being like suddenly go away and they like didn't know how to fill that void and like obviously it worked out fine but like it i remember it really well it's crazy yeah it's it's really funny because like well we're just going down a deep dive of how uh corporal punishment corporal punishment affects children but i definitely think the times that i like got the i'm disappointed talk was so much more impactful but i mean maybe that was just the kind of child i was it's really complicated we're not experts we're not experts i just feel like if it's illegal to hit a grown-up then you shouldn't be able to hit a child like that just doesn't it just is illegal it's illegal it's illegal if i walked over and and, and slapped jess on the butt she could pile up i wouldn't i mean you could but you could could. and that's the thing it's like if you could then maybe it's not the best way we handle stuff i think it's a tricky it's tricky look if you're a butt whipper and you disagree with us come at us you just have to not tell us you don't have to listen you don't 
<laughs> so we get kind of a resolution kind of like they seem to kind of talk it out and it's fine and like uh i, I can't really remember how this resolves it's like a calmer version of the argument but yeah, it they continues talking, for sure they talk it out it, because kim has the kim cam kim that was, cam was so weird it was so funny because like, it was like courtney and Corey were like really going through it and it was sort of nice to see courtney in this way be like no i'm like i'm gonna lay this out for you Corey." yeah and she was very calmly and deliberately telling him it was him, a very adult conversation but it was still going back and forth about the like what i what i didn't mean i would hit her and it's just because she's like i can't bring my child around my mom's house if you're which is like a little extreme because we don't think Corey's gonna hit penelope no and he's not he really is not saying that i think yes no i don't think he was but then he like didn't yeah he didn't fix it well enough no he's not a good i don't think he's a great communicator (laughs) yeah he's bad he's bad um but yeah, I don't believe he's no one's in danger from Corey hitting them except for maybe Scott. Um, <laughs> but then we have like P playing the violin and I was like, oh, yeah, she needs to be stopped. <laughs> She's psychotic. <laughs> like, I don't know what we do to her. I don't think whipping her will be the, the beginning song. of a movie. I feel like that will only uh, for a psycho like Penelope. <laughs> sorry, this is bad. I'm, I'm going to get it. Um for a little psycho like that, though, if you teach her more about violence, oh, God, she's going to slit your throat <laughs> in your sleep. I was just reading last night an article about this 22-year-old yes. Ukrainian woman who yes. pretended to be a six-year-old child. Yeah, it's like the story of the orphan, the movie. But, yeah, it's real. It's real. And her parents left her in an apartment by herself. They were like, bye. They're like, well, she's older. Than the, the mom was like, I think I, but wish they adopted her. And the mom was like, you know, when I gave her a bath and she had a full pubic, she had a, a full bush. I was like, maybe she's not six. <laughs> it's too wild. Man, when we drink a little bit of wine, we it's go fine. off the rails. It's fine. It's we fine. Did, we're fine. We're fine. Look, Kyle, I'm just in the favor of uh, not abusing kids. <laughs> oops, 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 oops. It's fine. I mean, look, my parents with me, I don't consider it abuse, but it's not helpful. You too. Just, it's not for you. <laughs> yeah, it's you not, don't love it. You know what? I didn't love being hit. Call me. me crazy. Not for me. Not for me. I don't like it. No, thank you. I hold grudges. Oh, what a great, um, crazy, like dramatic yeah. scene, though. Like, I'm sad that any kid is at the center of it, but we get this like meaty, meaty fight. Yeah, it resolves. We what get are this. we gonna? Do? We're gonna have to write Corey off the show, right? I mean, they, they do feel like they're they're gunning for his exit. The sh- I feel like the producers are telling us that they want him but this, off. The sisters, for sure, are like we're done with him. We it don't want to film anymore. I will say the last two seasons have not been a particularly flattering portrait for Corey. So no. I, I would not be, I wouldn't be stoked if I was Corey looking at the way that I'm framed up on this show. But hey, look at that. Someone today requested an hour and a half episode and guess what? You're getting one. Hey, this was a gift just for you. <laughs> uh, well, we did it. We did it. Um, yeah, what a what a juicy one. Um I we're we're kind of we're chugging towards the kind of well, we still have a bit till we're in the actual middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah, we're still in the in the early, but 
uh, things tend to get a little hijinksy as we oh. move down. We're moving down hijinks road. Uh, usually episodes four through eight are a little <laughs> bullshitty. So, so buckle up. I'm pre- prepping for it. But in the meantime, you get ready for some art vandalay. Oh, God, a prank. Um, well, you guys know this. We're covering uh, the season 17 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, uh, as you know, as you just listened to all that. Uh, and we release new episodes every Wednesday or Thursday, if it's this week. <laughs> week but actually Wednesday <laughs> so subscribe on Apple Podcasts and rate and review it helps us so much check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page email us corrections comments and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit bye, bye. Hey, Rachel, Oscar. Yeah, Claire? Claire? Do you love Disney movies? Uh Uh-huh. Have you seen them all? Not Not all of them. them. What do you guys think if we watch them all in chronological order and then talk about them? Ooh. Oh, and what if we could talk about it with some of our favorite friends? (gasps) I love that. Yeah, what if we do it inside the Disney vault? You know, that's the name of our podcast, Inside the Disney Vault on Campfire Media. Yeah, check us out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to yours. That's Inside the Disney Vault. Let's go. Campfire.